Okay, before we hop in, I want to tell you about a brand new mini course that I just put together that's entirely free. It's called the five day core tune up. And I'm super excited about this for you because by the end of just five days, you're going to feel your core muscles firing, you'll feel your hips and your glutes, and you'll finally experience hope for your core again. Like I said, five day core tune up is entirely free. Just go to fivedaycore.com and I will send you the day one video right away. You're going to love this. You know you want to get good, deep, restful sleep, but somehow you can't. And that's taken a big toll on your body, probably even more than you realize. The impact is huge. So today I'm going to tackle a big reason why you're probably not sleeping well and give you a clear solution for that. Hey friend, my name is Megan Dahlman. As a certified trainer and nutrition coach, I'm on a mission to change the conversation around fitness, nutrition, and taking care of ourselves as moms. If you're tired of restrictive fad diets and all or nothing workouts, in a culture that tries to sell you the lie that your value is tied to the number on the scale, then you're in the right place. I'm here to equip and encourage you to take simple steps towards the healthy life you want for yourself and the people you love. Welcome to Self-Care Simplified. About a month ago, I woke up in the middle of the night and could not get back to sleep. I laid awake in bed for several hours, actually, and by the time I finally fell back to sleep, of course, my alarm went off only 30 minutes later. And... I know you have been there, you know, where you have a really bad night of sleep. And for me, the entire next day, I was groggy. I was cranky. I had a short fuse with my family. And honestly, I noticed that my motivation to do anything productive was gone. My desire to make healthy food choices was gone. I didn't want to exercise. It was almost a complete waste of a day. And it was just incredible to me how just one night of disrupted sleep dramatically impacted my life. My entire day was messed up. And I know for a fact that so many listeners of the show struggle to get good sleep. So you can probably really relate to my experience. And I remember when I was a very a, a young mom, I had my first newborn, Calvin, and it was, you know, my first real exposure to being truly sleep deprived. Those early days with the newborn, you're just not getting very good sleep, even though you want to. And then for several years after, I battled with bouts of insomnia off and on. So I know what it feels like to feel like you're going crazy. And literally losing your mind. And there's something about just not being able to sleep well at night. Like you feel like you're losing it. And the toll that a lack of sleep just takes on your body and your mind and your emotions, it's just unprecedented. I know that whenever I read through the Psalms in the Bible, I can tell that David really struggled with sleep. He mentions it several times, and it's probably one of the reasons that those passages are so heart-wrenching and emotional and raw. And I I find comfort in those passages when I'm struggling to sleep. And it just makes me recognize like, man, we all get it. Like, When you don't sleep, you feel emotionally stripped to the bone. 
And if you remember a few episodes ago, I had Esther Blum on the show with me. She was the menopause expert. And one thing she said over and over again was that a lack of adequate restful sleep was the source of the majority of our health struggles that we experience as we age. It's why we might be experiencing that menopause belly fat, right? Usually it's because our stress hormones, that cortisol is going crazy because we're not sleeping well. It's one of the big reasons why our metabolism will slow down as we're aging and maybe why we might struggle to build muscle mass and recover well from exercise because we're not producing that good growth hormone while we're sleeping. And like in my story, it's it's one of the biggest reasons why we can't get motivated to be a healthy person. We just don't have the energy. We're just exhausted. We don't want to do anything that's like productive. So if we can solve even one <laughs> of the reasons why you're not sleeping well, it's going to have a massive impact on your life, right? Now, when I woke up in the middle of the night about a month ago, the thing that woke me up was the fact that I was physically uncomfortable. And for me, my back hurt. And I couldn't get into a position that eliminated the pain. And because it was the middle of the night, I'm not thinking straight. And I was starting to like catastrophize. And I was thinking, oh, do I have like kidney issues? Do I have kidney disease? What if my kidneys are failing? Because it was like right in that area where I was feeling that like intense back pain, like low back pain. But the next day when I was thinking a little bit more clearly, I was still foggy, obviously, but I realized then that no, this is not kidney issues. It was just my back hurt. And it was it was actually a muscle issue. And I could trace the root cause of that pain back to the fact that I had gone snowboarding a few days before and I hadn't intentionally recovered well from it. And now my pain or my body was dealing with that pain in the middle of the night. It was just because I was not, I did not take care of my body very well and I paid for it. And, you know, I've been hearing from so many women lately that have mentioned to me that they're being woken up in the middle of the night because they can't get comfortable. Chances are you didn't go snowboarding two days ago, right? You're like, Megan, that's not me. I'm just trying to live my life where I played pickleball or I, you know, I played with my kids or my grandkids and I I don't know what it is, but I just can't get comfortable in the middle of the night. My body feels stiff. It's achy and it just hurts. And I know that that makes you feel so discouraged. And when you feel that way in the middle of the night, (laughs) those emotions are so raw and they can feel really amped up, maybe blown out of proportion, but it, it feels really raw and really frustrating. And the last thing I want is for you to be burdened with this anymore. You know, I think it's just plain wrong (laughs) that you can't sleep because you're simply uncomfortable and you have to suffer all the miserable consequences of that. I don't want that for you. And, you know, you've probably been told, just change your pillow, get a different mattress. And I'm sure you've tried all those things and you probably still feel at a little bit of a loss as to what to do. You know, you've you've changed out your pillow, you've gotten a fancy pillow. My sister has a pillow that is worth a lot of money and she takes it with her everywhere because it really does help. Um, and I'm sure you've tried that, but you you might be like, I I still can't get comfortable and my body still kind of hurts. And 
And I want you to know that very soon, I'm actually going to have a sleep medicine doctor on the show with us. I literally just interviewed him this week. And wow, what an incredible interview. This is slated to go live in a few weeks. But he's going to go into far more detail about like your sleep hygiene, things like sleep therapy and tactics that really work when you can't turn your brain off, when you can't get sleepy. But today, I kind of want to deal with a, a, a little bit of a different side of the sleep issue. I think it's important that we address the physical side of things, like when your back or your hips hurt or your entire body just feels uncomfortable, and that's why you can't sleep. So if you recall, a few weeks ago, it was through the whole month of March, we had an entire series talking about what I like to call the PSF framework. And PSF framework kind of comes down to posture, strength, flexibility. And these are, you know, the things that need to happen. <laughs> like if you want to feel physically comfortable and not in pain at any given point, whether you're awake or whether you're asleep, it always comes back to this PSF framework. And I've tried to look at it from every different angle and tried to like poke holes in this concept, but it, it always kind of comes back to this. Like if there's anything missing, you're going to be uncomfortable. And the same goes for when you're sleeping too. So that first piece of the framework is the posture piece your posture while you sleep. And this is where the pillows and the mattresses can help, right? But remember, it's only one part of the equation, which is why you're still uncomfortable if you thought changing your mattress would solve your problem. Because if the other pieces of the equation are in, the pl are in play, you're, you're probably still going to be in pain. But it does, it, it does matter. If you have an old, saggy mattress, your body's going to hurt. A few years ago, we were renting. We had a long-term rental up here in North Idaho, and we were staying in this rental while we were building our house. And um, instead of like moving all of our furniture into it, we just used their furniture that was already in the house. And, and their bed was this king-size bed that was a little bit older and actually was kind of saggy. It didn't have good support. And man, I woke up every morning and even in the middle of the night, I would wake up just uncomfortable. And I remember that whole time of living at that house. I was like, I just can't wait to get back to my bed. We've got a tuft and needle mattress that I absolutely love. It's really supportive. And, and I feel great when I sleep on that mattress. But keep in mind that this is only one part of the equation. Okay. Now, listen, if you do have a decent mattress, a good pillow, I have some tips on how to help your posture while you're sleeping, okay? So if you're a side sleeper, one thing that you can do for your back and your hips especially is to put a pillow between your knees, especially those of us women that have hips that are a little bit wider. We have a, a steeper angle at our femur. And if you touch your knees together, it makes that angle a lot steeper. And so if you're sleeping on your side and your knees are always stacked, then your hips are going to be coming out of your hip socket at a steeper angle and it's going to be uncomfortable. It's going to put a lot of tension in that hip socket. So simply by placing a pillow between your knees, if you're a side sleeper, it's going to open your hips up just a touch and relieve some of that pressure. So that's one trick you can do if you're a side sleeper. If you're a front sleeper, if you sleep face down, 
Not very many people do, but some do. Sometimes I wake up in the middle of the night and I'm like, how did I get face down? But one thing you can do is put a little bit of a flatter pillow, like not a big puffy pillow, but a slightly flatter pillow. Place it under your hips. Because usually if we're a front sleeper, our head and shoulders are elevated and our hips are lower. And so it actually ends up making your low back be extended and that can be really painful. So placing a pillow under your hips and honestly the same goes for anytime you're face down. If you just pick your hips up a little bit, it can pull your low back out of extension and be far more comfortable. Now if you're a back sleeper, if you sleep on your back, place a pillow underneath your knees like a small bolster just so that your knees are not perfectly flat because when your knees are perfectly flat this can pull on your pelvis and put a lot of pressure at your low back so those are just a couple tricks that you can try um, that will help improve your posture while you sleep and make it so that you're a little bit more comfortable now the s part of our framework is the strength piece Okay, so strengthening. This, of course, is going to need to be done during the day (laughs) or right before bed, but I don't want you to be doing sit-ups right before you hop into bed, all right? And in fact, I I actually never want you to do sit-ups. It's not good core training. Same with crunches and things like that. The stronger your core muscles are, the more they'll adequately support your low back, they'll support your hips, they'll support all of your joints while you're sleeping, Okay, if you don't have a good strong core, the moment you get into bed and especially the moment you fall asleep, your body just is going to kind of get pulled out of whack. And that's usually while you're why you will wake up and be really uncomfortable. So as your muscles gain good adequate strength, they maintain tone even when you're not flexing them. And I've heard this a lot from people that I train and help them improve their core strength. They're like, I can feel my muscles now so much more, even when I'm not trying to flex them. What that is, is tone. It means that your core muscles just have some good tension to them, especially those deep core muscles. That's where we want some good tone. And if you have stronger core muscles, it's going to help hold your pelvis. It's going to help hold your hips in position and your spine in position while you're resting. All right. So the easiest way to get guidance with good core training, training your core, in the very, very best ways, like I said, I don't want you doing just a bunch of sit-ups right before you go to bed. The best thing to do is just do my five-day core tune-up program. Okay, friend, I made this so easy. This is like a no-brainer. It's totally free too. And I made it so easy so that you can just follow along with me and we're just gonna target all the right core muscles to get your midsection engaging properly again and it's not just your abs it's going to be your glutes too and it's going to be even your pelvic floor and your your deep breathing muscles all of those things matter and if they're stronger when you get into bed at night and fall asleep it's just going to hold your body together more and I think we underestimate how important having a strong core is to being able to sleep well (laughs) we would never think about that right but it's so true now the final part of that framework is the flexibility piece and listen if you have tightness or tension in the wrong areas it's going to make you feel super uncomfortable when you're trying to fall asleep 
And this was my problem when, you know, I have a really strong core. I've been working on it for years and I keep up on it. And the problem I had uh, about a month ago when I woke up in the middle of the night is that I was not proactive about relieving some of the tension in my body that had built up from that really hard effort training day of just snowboarding all day. And what happened was that my hips, I went to bed with my hips super tight and all of my leg muscles super tight. And so my back was actually getting yanked on. All right. So the best places to stretch during the day and then also right before you hop into bed and it can be very relaxing and kind of bring your nervous system down. That's the nice thing with stretching is that it can be very relaxing. But the places you want to target are going to be your hip flexors. Okay. The fronts of your hips. This is so important because these can become really tight throughout the day, especially if you sit a lot. And the moment you get into bed, if you're carrying tension through your hip flexors, it's just going to yank on your pelvis, which is going to put pressure on your low back. Okay, so definitely focus on stretching those hip flexors, your piriformis and those deep hip rotators. Those are kind of all those muscles deep up in your hip socket, kind of on the backside. Those are like below your glutes. So doing like figure four stretches and and those type, like even a good hamstring stretch, it's going to be really helpful for alleviating some of that tension through your deep hip. And then most people forget this part, but stretching above their low back, kind of the mid to upper spine, it's what's called your thoracic spine area. Don't forget this, okay? Because if you have a lot of tension through those big posture muscles, it's gonna once again yank on your low back. A lot of people when they have low back pain, you know, right before you go to bed, you think, I just need to do a bunch of like child's pose and cat cows and things that really stretch out my low back. But usually the culprit is a tight, upper back and tight hips. So try to really focus on those two parts instead of stretching your low back, okay? And I actually have a full bedtime stretching routine over on YouTube. Oh my goodness, it feels so good. It's like a 17 minute long follow along video that finishes with a full body scan. If you've never done a body scan, friend, I know it sounds weird (laughs) and a little woo-woo, but it's not, I promise you, okay? But what it does is it helps you go like segment through segment through your body in a really calm and, and careful way, starting with your toes and up through your ankles and your shins and your kneecaps and your quads. And like we just carefully work up your body, identifying the tight, intense areas and getting them to actively release right before you go to bed. And it just feels magical. So I'll make sure to link that in the show notes, along with the five-day core tune-up program. I'll make sure that that's linked in the show notes too, but all you need to do is just go to fivedaycore.com, five with the number five, and you can grab my free five-day core tune-up. All right, so listen to me. These things really do work, okay? If your sleep is being disrupted because your body is tight, because you're achy, because you just can't get comfortable, these things, they, they really do work. And I've already heard back from a number of women that have simply gone through my five-day core tune-up program, and they're already sleeping better at night. And yeah, they have a stronger core, which is awesome. They feel it during the day, which is so great. But kind of this added like fringe benefit is that it's reducing a lot of that discomfort through their back and their hips so they can actually sleep through the night. 
And then of course, that has a snowball effect on all the other areas of your health. And I just love hearing that. And it's just this reminder that nothing works in isolation. You can't just like pinpoint one thing, you know, there's not going to be the perfect pillow, (laughs) right? That will fix your sleep. There's so many other things. Your body is complex. It's beautifully complex. And once we expound our horizons and realize like, wow, this is kind of a multifaceted issue, And something like just strengthening my core can impact how I sleep at night, which impacts like the nutrition decisions I make the next day, which impacts my metabolism, which impacts, you know, maybe your menopause belly, like all these things are all intertwined and it's not enough to just get the right pillow. All right. So to wrap up, I always like to leave you with, you know, just one simple action step that you can put into place today, one simple thing. And for today, I want to just encourage you to be proactive about your sleep and do something, you know, that's not just like a sleep aid, do something that might seem like a little outside of the box as a solution, something that you probably haven't really tried before or didn't even think that it would have an impact. And it could be as simple as getting your core working better and and just signing up for that free five-day core tune-up program could be as simple as doing some really good deep relaxing stretches right before you go to bed or just putting a pillow between your knees when you sleep I I think you're going to be surprised at how big of an impact just even like the core strengthening piece like how big of an impact that has on so many areas of your life like I said it's that snowball effect all right So friend, I hope that helps you today. I know sleep is a struggle. And like I said, stay tuned because I've got lots of other solutions coming your way. But this is is an easy start, okay? This is an easy way to get going. Just get that core stronger. You never know what that's gonna do. All right, friend. Hey, meet me back here on Friday for another quick Ask Megan episode. It's gonna be a good one. And until then, be strong.